0: Collapsing down what we've established in the last couple of episodes. You're not in full control of all the thoughts, your feelings, and have, if anything, they're controlling you unless you get bloody intentional about your life. There is no real concrete you, you're just a mix of things. And there's a healthy and unhealthy way to think of and deal with that, right? I know we all want to have control and feel like we have control, and we do, but that c- control is often very indirect rather than direct. So if we want to get better at things, We've got to train them the same way we train a team. You can't pull people's arms and legs in certain positions to make them perform for you on a team, in a sporting team, but you can set the framework and train the individuals. And So let's think about today, back on the, on the podcast now, about how we can improve the game of you. Rethinking about how we're thinking about ourselves, which is super meta, and then breaking down what we're going to bloody do about it. And the case we're going to make is that it's the same as getting better at anything. There was an amazing uh, podcast episode uh, recently. Sorry, I don't have the reference. It was Seth Godin on the Tim Ferriss show. And in the end, Tim Ferriss got Godin to talk about how he teaches people to juggle. Uh, Seth Godin is not known as a juggling teacher. He's known as a marketer, education, uh, revolutionary figure, thought leader, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, author, uh, blogger. Not juggling. So he asked him, how do you teach people to juggle? And there's this beautiful idea, a friend, friend, um, it's a beautiful one line that my friend Marvin said a couple of months ago to me, which was the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. And when Seth talked about juggling, he talked about how most people start juggling one ball, then they add a second ball, they go a couple of times, then they lose the first ball, which makes them lose the second ball, and the whole thing falls apart. He's like, that's not how I teach people to juggle. He's like, when I teach people to juggle, I get them to hold one ball, throw it, and let it drop to the ground. And then they pick it back up, throw it, let it drop to the ground, pick it back up, throw it, let it drop to the ground. And they keep doing this and keep doing this until they master the throw. Because the first part of learning to juggle is the throw, not even the catch. There's a very different story. There's a famous, oh, and I use that line, you know, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything, because it reflects a lot of how Godin breaks down. Learning and, and creating and being artistic, so it's fascinating, worthwhile looking into. Uh, John Wooden, um, is this uh basketball coach, I'm pretty sure, yeah, basketball coach, and he's very famous, very successful um, in getting his teams to, to perform and, and win. And what he's famous for when they um when people have studied his training sessions, they found that he gives a very short, sharp direction, so not long motivational team talks like Al Pacino in uh, any given Sunday. That movie, but very short, sharp to the point. More of this, less of this. That's good, that's bad. Bit less of that, bit more of this, and so on, so on. And it's breaking down these small parts of the team and firing out little messages like that that are very clear and specific and to the point. And if I take you somewhere else now, I want you to think about learning piano. And something I somewhat regret. I did it for a couple of years as a kid. Um, beautiful instrument, and I kind of went away from it. I wish I kind of kept with it. And even about learning piano, you, the, the appeals when you watch like a concert pianist or someone play or someone on YouTube, I love I like a Carl Andre or something like that, and you watch them just banging away and it's something, you, whenever you watch them do it, don't lie, it's something you want to definitely do as well, be able to do. The problem is that it's a long bloody process getting there, as it is with most instruments and most worthwhile things. It's, it, it's very slow at the start. I remember learning you gotta do jingle bells. You're not even jingle bells. You do scales first, but not even scales first. You learn what A, B, C, D, E, F, the sharps, the the flats, and what they all are on a keyboard. How to read sheet music, and you you can't get there without breaking down the parts in some way, shape, manner, or form. And you kind of go go slow, build it up, and then and then basically you get there. And so what this basically comes down to these three things is that you start thinking about how all things are basically the same when you learn them is that what pros do when they master something is they look at the whole they look at the thing they break it down into parts and then they isolate the parts one by one and then build up the collective automated skill and basically, when we're talking about there is no more powerful domain to do that in than within the confines of our actual mind, right? Because the way we actually learn skills, which is a good metaphor to think about anything, even if it's not wired this way, is that, you know, new neural pathways get burned, kind of, not burnt, but locked in by myelin wrapping around them in our brain, a substance in our brain, once we continually fire a circuit. So you've got to continually do it slowly and get builder, And wire up all the little parts of a more complicated skill set. So when you look at things like tennis, golf, cricket, baseball, basketball, whatever else you name it, the physical, but also piano and instruments, you see that dynamic very much playing out. that there's all these incredibly powerful automated, well, driving's the relatable one that most people do, and bike riding becomes automated after you're consciously doing the things and effortfully until they become encoded. And then they become automatic. And a lot of the things we don't like about our reactions, like I respond to aggressively in these situations, or I respond with more fear than I like, or I get anxiety in these situations, to whatever extent have kind of been wired in that way. And things that are wired are very hard to unwire, which is why they're super difficult. Often what we want to do is create new, new habits, new pathways that compete with the old. And uh, that—that's normally where I focus, right? I'm not a neuroscientist, I'm not a behavioral therapist, or anything like that. Not even a psychologist. But it's sort of obviously certain the way of thinking that I employ and seems to work for me. So just chunking it up, but then also breaking things down to their parts. So when you think about anything you want to get better at, uh, for me right now, I'll be honest, what—what what, what do I want to get better at? I always keep trying to learn more, especially about the self-awareness kind of journey and adventure um probably about education as an industry certainly marketing at the moment i'm really fascinated by that i want to get um continually better and better at marketing and distribution and you know you understand it more when you break it into parts it's like what are the what are the parts of a website All right, what are the what what role does instagram play as a tool at the moment what about email what do people want and what are people looking for and you start breaking things down into their parts same way if you're a builder how you don't just drop a building there you don't wing it there's so many different parts and things that get broken down within a building that you often need specialists for certain parts and you're bringing all the individual pieces together so in the same way our thinking can be chunked up, broken down, and then trained back up again. The same way we slow down the learning of juggling by first doing the throw. No one becomes an amazing juggler straight away. And it's very hard to just wake up one day and play Beethoven and Mozart on the piano. So it's that process of looking at the whole. You know, chunking it up, and then looking at what it is, and then breaking it down into parts, and slowly building it up, and doing that with uh, doing that with ideas and thinking, which is obviously super powerful. So, thank you very much for tuning into the podcast today. Don't uh, don't forget um, all these uh, episodes are designed to be consumed in order. So, go back to the start if you're just joining us for the first time. And um, lately, we're talking about yeah, what is the I and what is the part of me that I identify as and then what do we do about um, thinking thinking about it in a healthier way and how do we go about it. So, yeah, the website, if you want more, is www.withjoeweb.com forward slash blog. Uh, but apart from that, we'll be back again tomorrow. The daily episodes will be keeping up for now. So I look forward to you then. Until then, remember that the best way to open a thousand doors for you is to concentrate on opening doors fathers. Goodbye.